Alright, let's try tape two. Uh, Saturday, March 30th, year 2013. We don't have enough people here to, for, you know, to wait on everybody. You just help yourself. And they have we don't have enough people here to... You know, to wait on everybody, you just help yourself. And they had two people at the cash registers, and you just walk up there, and you know, it's all mom and pop. You know, well, gosh, pop, isn't pop, oh, that's a, in fact, he said, that's a warm fuzzy. One of the one of the mothers had pneumonia; she was not able to work today. So, but uh, yeah, people were just walking around. They had all they had uh, individual um, chocolate eggs. You know that were wrapped. Oh, they mm -hmm. had different flavors there. They probably, mm -hmm. had probably a dozen different, you know, chocolate nougat eggs there. No bourbon balls, huh? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you, you know, you, wait a minute, wait a minute, Dan. I think we got him. So if, if Dan came over for dinner, Patricia. And he brought bacon and bourbon balls. He'd be welcome. Or, or it has to be one or the other. Bourbon balls. Bourbon balls heartbeat. or pure chocolate? Oh, bourbon balls. Okay. Now, doesn't that, doesn't that violate Patricia's rules? What rules? You know, it doesn't nothing, have lumps. Nothing mixed bourbon together. Bourbon doesn't have lumps. Nothing mixed together. Oh, mixing is okay. It just doesn't have lumps. As long as it doesn't have lumps, you can mix stuff together. All right, Dan, here's your question. All right, question. Are you ready? I'm who ready. was who was Sapphire Stevens? Sapphire Stevens. That was a girlfriend on uh that was one of the girlfriends or maybe wife of one of the fellows on Amos and Andy. Very good. Which one? You know, I'm trying to think. Which one? That must have been I yeah, I I know I'll just take a guess. And Sapphire Stevens. Oh gosh, let's just say Andy. Andy wasn't married. It was George Stevens, George Kingfish Stevens. His wife. Okay. That was his wife. Yeah. No, he he said um, girlfriend okay. or wife, and he was right. So I'll give you credit on that. And then I'm going. I was going to surprise you, but I'll tell you what I found. Hold on. Oh, and oh. Say what? Oh, be still my heart. Yeah, be still your little heart. Here we go. I found Mert and Marge. Hooray! I found Les Paul. Hooray! Oh, my goodness. I found In Person with Dinah Shore. Hooray! And I found Mail Call. Well, you have been busy, haven't you? I have been a busy little kid. I think it's time for so, you to give her another hard one. Dan. She figured out four, so she's ready for another one there. Well, then he doesn't need any encouragement. <laughs> he truly does not need encouragement. He does so well on his own. You know, like, what are you going to come up with this time? Did, did you listen to any of those programs? I listened to, what did I listen to? Um, I listened to a dinosaur, 
And I just spot checked the sound on Mert and Marge. There are a couple that are iffy, but there's such a long string that I think you can limp through a couple of bad ones because it's a continuity thing. Um, and Les Paul. No, I didn't listen to Les Paul yet. I haven't burned them on a disc. I've got them over on the other computer. So we shall take a look. Okay. And a listen. I think so. I think you'll like that. I, I, I think you'll like all of those. I mean, I think you'd find them interesting. Uh, Walden, have you ever heard of a singer by the name of Jenny Sims? I sure have. Um, she was the sing band singer for Kay Kaiser. Kay Kaiser College of Musical Knowledge. And uh, did, did she have her own radio show? Yes, she did. Uh huh. To TV? She had her own radio show. She was uh, the Purple Heart. Uh, the Purple Heart show, and she would do some, and then she would interview guys who were fighting in the war and won uh, medals. Okay. And so we have some of those, and then there's a whole string of her shows around. But yeah, she she also did a great. She was part of a great court, uh, great sick girl singers who did the Christmas show for Command Performance. USA 1944, but you know she did a lot of radio. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. Of her. So is that is that what you're asking for? Yeah, I think I will. Uh, when I hear her, unless you know it's her, I think of Dinah Shore. They're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very similar. Okay, I will do my best, and I will make Walden give me some sources, and I'll get out there and find them for you. Boy, I'm doing so well. I can't imagine that I'm going to have any kind of a failure here. Now, yes, even Silver McGee and Molly did were guests on her show. So don't 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 encourage him, Walden. I don't need you're encouraging. Yeah, he you're wants encouraging them. him. He wants them. He wants them. <laughs> he wants them. I want I'll Patricia see. to get. The, there were a lot of comedians on that her show. So all right, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll do my best. Okay. All right. Well, I will do my it best. Would be nice to, it would be nice if uh, on you know the. On Yesterday USA, if we could have more of these little, uh, you know, shorter time period shows. I mean, it just seems like it's the same old thing over and over. That's right. Well, this jockeys, everybody, are looking for requests. So, uh, drop a note to your different disc jockeys on the station, and they'll be happy to take requests. So, Or, or, here's yeah. a P.S., Next time we go around, because this is the last night for nominations and voting for what you want in the 10 to 10.30 slot, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday. Right now it's uh, Gunsmoke on Monday, and I'll go through the, the list in a minute. But next time through, we'll do this again in three months. Maybe one of the slots might be a candidate for two 15-minute shows instead of one half-hour show. What or, do you think, Dan? Or, or we could one night could be a variety. So the listeners could pick out something on you, something totally different. So uh, like a mix-up. Uh huh. It's a surprise so every one week. Night could I think. Be Dan's crazy pick of the. There you go. All right. There you go. Jenny yeah. Show. Yeah. 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 That would work. Cool. All right. So think about that. Think about Dan's that when it, when it comes around again. There you go. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go. Okay. I, I, I've taken up too much time here. We but. love having you call, Dan. You're, you're, you're really good. And, and thank you for doing your bacon homework. Hey, I'll do bacon homework any day. All right. Well, you, you have to look at the juices now. Yeah, I will. I'll take a peek at those. Perfect. Okay, thanks. You have a great week, and happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right, you Later. too, man. Bye-bye.
714-545-2071. Give us a call. We're here. Busy, busy week. Uh, we're recording a lot of interviews off air. We're going to be sitting down with Don Knox's daughter on Thursday. That's so cool. So Larry and I will be interviewing Don Knox's daughter this Thursday. We'll be playing that really soon. And oh. Bob Hastings will be live next Friday. All right. Please and ask her about the dummy that he I left will. on the on the island during World War Two. We will. And her dad. She does a one man show about her dad around the country. So I love it. We're going to be talking about that. How cool! Who Hello is there. You are there. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Oh, <clears throat> frustrated on this side of everywhere. Well, oh, the reason why. Yes. Yes. I don't know what is going on with my computer. Um, I have gone to the USA Today site. Yeah. And I have hit the stream. I've hit both of the streams that are on there. Yeah. Neither one of those are working on my computer. And I've tried from iTunes and it. Uh, on iTunes, it only comes on for about five minutes, and then then it takes almost ten minutes for it to start back up again. And it's just I am really getting frustrated. Yeah. Oh man. All right, I'm going to tap into iTunes, which I usually do and did not. Thank you for the reminder. And if mine is fine, and uh, I'm thinking nobody else is having the problem because nobody mentioned it. So, Gary, who, Gary, 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 who's your internet provider? Who's your internet provider? Because sometimes... Oh, um, I'm with Carter. Okay. Because sometimes everybody... It, it can be the individual internet providers. Yeah. It's just a crazy thing out there. My suggestion is to shut down and reboot. Um, well, I've had this. I've had this problem most of all week. Oh man! Have you rebooted at any time during the week? Yeah. Have you drop kicked it? Okay. Have you drop kicked it? That might be another solution. Okay. I, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you did. You did shut it down and start up again. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. I'm shutting it down. My my dad it has the patience of Job. And talking about what computer can do to people. He was so frustrated with his mouse, he threw the mouse against the wall and went to the store and bought a new one. So, you know, <laughs> the computer can do that. It can make... I've, I've done that four times. You know? <laughs> computer can make us all wonder. It's just crazy. Well. And I bought a, we bought a second computer for my studio here, so we're going to be... Uh, Rut row, you can cause twice as much trouble uh -huh. now. Uh huh. <gasps> one computer for Skype, and no one to play stuff off of them. And so all I need, we got the computer to work. All I need to do is wire it to the board. So that will be great. That'll give me a lot more flexibility and to play more goodies out there. So, so that's whoa. Yeah, boy, when Weldon gets flexibility, we're all in doo doo. And uh, the nice thing about it, uh, I won't have to. I won't have to transfer everything from. The hard drive to cassette and play, I can just play it right off the hard drive. So that means Patricia got three more boxes in the mail that went in the mail on Friday. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to to the stuff that I have to carry upstairs. Yes. 
where am I going to put it? Um, you said you were going to transfer from what to what? Well, recently, I've been to play stuff. I had to take it off my hard drive, put it on a cassette, and play the cassette on the air. Now I a don't cassette. have to. Yeah, now I don't have to do that anymore. I didn't know you were going backward like that. I had to in order to hear it over the air. Oh, you poor rabbit. Now, with the second computer, I don't have to do that anymore. All right. All right. So I'm not creating a mountain of work when I send something to you and say, can we please play this not, tonight? Not, you know, I did it for tonight's show because I didn't have it. But now you don't have to do that anymore. I won't have to do that anymore. <gasps> I did not know that's what you had to do. So that's oh, what, my gosh. And that's what Patricia gets more and more goodies in the mail. Coming. I can't wait. Can't I can't wait. wait. You know, I've got three boxes up here because they keep coming up with some other really heavy stuff. So I'm getting them up one at a time, and you're telling me there are three more on, three more on the hit, way. Hit the mail on Friday. I think I'll call the maintenance team and see if they can give me a hand here. <laughs> Gee whiz. Well, I'm going to hire them after work to get stuff downstairs. I've got three computers I need downstairs and a couple of other pieces, and I'm certainly not big enough and strong enough to do it on my All own. All right, so that I'll... means everybody, the family, we need volunteers. We need to have a work party at Patricia's. You know, we have to help. We might have And that. everybody gets fed from the hurricane closet because yep. it's time to replace everything uh, in there. So we'll all get to clean her house and carry the stuff, the computers downstairs. Wowzers. And what do I have to do for this? Feed everybody. Hmm. Let me rethink this. Bacon? Bacon? No. <laughs> Bacon? <laughs> Let me rethink that. I think it might be, it might be a better deal if I just hire the maintenance guys. It'll only take them about two hours to get all of this stuff. All you have to do is buy me a plane ticket. There you go. I think I'm going to fare really well with the maintenance guys. She's just going to feed them chocolate. Yeah. I meant to stop in the office this week and ask, just on a ballpark, have them throw a dart and let me know what they, because I don't know how much to offer these guys to come up and I guess it's pretty heavy work carrying computers up and down. Um, so I want to at least hit what they normally would earn in a day. And I'm not going to use them for an entire day, but at least they'll give me a ballpark on, you know, what to... you're, since you're down in Florida, I'm thinking it's going to be someplace between 10 and $12 an hour. Well, it depends on the individual areas and, their experience and how long they've been somewhere. So I, I just want them to give me an idea, and then I will approach the guys. They are just so good to me. I mean, they, they're really good to everybody, but they always smile and always say hello, and I buy them Subway sandwiches sometimes <laughs> and say thank you. I mean, how many ways can you say thank you to a management team and maintenance guys who are just so good to you and always, always have been? So once in a while, I'll buy a pizza or subway sandwiches. I would do it for ten bucks an hour. If I bought you subway sandwiches? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't do it often. I don't do it as often as I as I would like to, because you know you do that for five, six, seven people, it gets kind of pricey. But I do it when I can, and um, it just means a lot more than to have somebody stop in and say, "Oh, thanks, you did a good job." I'm not even sure people do that. 
But, you know, it's nice to be able to say thank you. I, I, I think, too, because I think most people, they just expect things to be done. And, and let's face it, those mm-hmm. guys who are working, they, yes. they would appreciate a little... Yes, hey, and, hey you know, and in at the holidays, you know, I I don't have the money to go out and and buy gifts for, you know, people in the office and right. the guys right. who are are out there and right. they have outside companies coming in and and doing things like roof and maintenance and right. things like that. But we've got our guys. I call them our guys. So. I'll buy lottery tickets and put the lottery tickets in a Christmas card for them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cost a million dollars, but it's kind of fun. And, you know, it's just a, a fun little thing for them. And they get a kick out of that. So, you know, there are ways to say thank you, but you, you always need to say thank you. And uh, I, don't, I don't think enough people do because they really work hard for us. It's a hard Amen. job. It's a hard the job. The end. The end. Now, I'm still not going shopping in Walmart. (laughs) I'll say thank you to anybody. Um, Well, that's not really true. I bought some stuff in Walmart a while back. So, is your your computer working over there? Yes. Yes. What do I need to look up? Well, we're going to see if you can get the iTunes to work. Oh, yeah, it's working. Okay. So, I guess Gary? It's just me, then. It's just you? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Speaking of Walmart, uh, I just got a... uh, I got a thing on Facebook. Uh, Walmart is the place that you hate the most, but you still go there and buy stuff. Say that again. Walmart is the place you hate? Walmart is the place that you hate the most, but you still go there and buy stuff. No, I don't. Well, most people do. I mean, I have been there. I'm I'm not going to tell a fib here. I have been there. The last time I was there was close to, well, I would say about a year and a half ago. It was in the summer a year and a half ago. And that was my last time there. And the only reason I was there was that they had a couple of items that I needed that I couldn't get in a single place somewhere else. So I I had to be brave, and I was. And my bravery did not pay off. When I go to uh, any place, no matter where I am, I usually park quite far away from the door because people get little enough exercise, and it's always good for me. So I parked out in the South 40. I mean, I was way out. I was close to the highway. What what was wrong with the North 40? Uh, Well, the North 40 was a little closer. Okay. But the South 40 was way out there. I mean, my car was all by itself down at the end of this big, long row on the other side of the parking lot. So, I mean, it was a good hike for me, except we were in the middle of one of our enormous thunderstorms when I got out. And I just sat and sat and sat and waited and waited and waited because, I mean, things kind of puddle up here. So when you start walking across a parking lot, no matter how well-drained it is, your ankles are wet. It's like walking, walking through a pond. And I finally thought, well, I just bought an umbrella because I needed one. Said, well, okay, I'll do it. And the only thing that was dry by the time I got in the car was my head. I mean, it was just coming down from all over the place. So that was my last experience with Walmart. Not that everybody needed to hear it but you're polite for listening. Thank you. So you you don't like Walmart because of the weather? 
Oh, no, 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 no. That, that was just my experience the last time. No, 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 no. It, I find it unnerving to be in a, I, I, I find it unnerving to be in a store that you need um, a, a mobile gas station roadmap. <laughs> it, it's a little hard. So just tell me you've always been a, you prefer to always shop at mom and pop. Yeah. Oh, I would love to shop at mom and pop stores yeah. if we still have them. Sure, I, I would do that. Yeah. Oh, I love mom and pop stores. But we don't have them anymore. And specialty stores are are out. They can't compete with the malls any longer. And I mean, that's not a criticism of the malls. We need stores. People need to buy things, and they can't buy things unless they're economically feasible. So... Well, I mean, it's part of the change, but I don't have to like it. <clears throat> I really miss the small stores. How far do you think we would have to go inland to find little stores? I think it depends on what part of the country. I uh, I was just thinking here in California, we have over seven grocery store chains. Chains? Yeah, chains. And then okay. we have especially mom-and-pop food stores. Um, and what do they specialize in? Fruit or vegetables or things like that. So you okay. Want... We've got we've got some ethnic stores. Like you can buy Chinese food or Vietnamese food or um, things like that. And they're very small, but they're specialty stores. But not not things that are what what you would consider mainstream. You know, going and buy a head of lettuce and a and a couple of green peppers. So how about up where you are, Gary? Do you have small stores? Yeah. In fact. Uh... We just tore our mall down from up here. Um, you tore them all but, down? Yeah, it was downtown, and uh, it had been going the way of the the dodo bird for years, and uh, we finally, yeah, we just got it rid of it, and uh, um, half of it's going to, or part of it's going to the... Uh, the local um, technical college, and right. then uh, the rest of it is going to parking. And, so, for uh, all intents, for all intents and purposes, the bulldozers leveled your little downtown. Well, I mean, what was left of it? A third of it. Yeah. But it's all parking now, and uh, but our main downtown uh, is. Uh, Oh, there's probably um, 15 stores that are downtown. They specialize in little things. Are they and, surviving okay? Um, I doubt. I really don't know. Because um, none of them are really closing. Um, uh, they're... You know, we've got a, a toy store, and then there's an art shop, and there's a music store, and and uh, um, there's a haberdashery that's downtown. Haberdashery, that's really interesting. We still have a tailor. And you a, do? And we still have a tailor, and we still have a shoe repair store. I was just going to ask. I thought I remembered that you had mentioned yeah. a shoe repair store yeah, one night. Don't do. So that really is tiny community mm -hmm. type stuff, and that's the kind of stuff I miss. I grew up in a little town with those kinds of shops and shopkeepers, and everybody knew each other. Well, it's interesting. Michael Beale a few weeks ago was 
reading some major articles in Canada, and in Canada, all the big-time box stores, chain stores, are in trouble because people are using Amazon, and they're not mm-hmm. they're, they're knocking them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Target has launched a really aggressive marketing campaign for free shipping and really going toe-to-toe with places like Amazon, hoping that they can recapture some of their customers. But they're online customers. They're not in in the uh, physical stores. Whole complexion of shopping is... How many times has it changed in our lifetime, Walden? We're talking about little tiny shops with a little butcher shop and a little supermarket, a little greengrocer. And we we went from there to larger stores, to malls, to big box stores right. that even put the malls out of business. Right. And then to the Internet. How long did how, it... how many changes is that just in our lifetime? Oh, uh, eight. So let me ask you this. How long did it take Gary and Patrick to feel comfortable shopping online? Did it take several years? Remember, remember when the end that mm-hmm. first came hit, a lot of people were very nervous using their credit card or any information yeah, online. Yeah, I, I was very wary of it, and I think it was a wise wary. I think people who started early on that were a lot more vulnerable than we are today. But you're right, it was a couple of years at least. I can't recall the first thing I ordered online. Was it maybe because we had to pay our bills? You know, now they got, you got banks and different things almost demanding you pay the things online. So I'm wondering if that created the competency for people to shop. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just throwing food for I thought. think Amazon was probably the first purchase I made, and it was most likely a book. Right. Um, I think it was probably Amazon was the first Internet purchase I made. Uh, see what they made me do? I know. They lost. How about you, Gary? What was the first time you ever bought anything online? Oh, I really don't know. And, um, no, I don't have a problem with buying stuff online because if somebody wants to steal my credit, they can have it. <laughs> the thing they can do is uh, make it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've said the, the credit card that I leave, you know, that I use on sites, if anybody tried to swipe it, boy, would they be surprised. <laughs> They're not going to get very far on what balance is left. Too much. Okay, soap. What kind of soap did your mom make you use? Soap? Soap. That's right. Oh, um, oh gosh. Well, whatever was cheapest, I guess. Do you remember what kind, the brands? Oh, we used all of them. Dials, Zest, uh, Ivory, uh, uh, what the, the soap that had the little bird on it? Wasn't there a soap with birds? That's Dove, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's Dove's bird. It still does. Okay. Yeah. What Very good. The, what that, a good rememberer. Was that the one with the white label and the bird on it? If I'm, am I remembering that right? I yeah. think you are. Okay. Maybe maybe a blue bird? Okay, yeah. You know, that, it was just an outline of a bird, right? Right. right. Yeah. Right. All right, let's see. Dove soap. I think it was one of the first uh, really shaped shaped uh, soaps. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of all of them were uh, just the little uh, box kind you're of. You're right. You're right. I think you're right, 
scary because remember it used to be just a flat what do we call those? I don't know, what a shave of soap. Just then a square. You had, yeah. Then you had the indentations or the or the little um I don't know what you would call those things. The markings or the uh yeah. indentations or whatever. Mhm. Mhm. You're right. Some of them the some of the square ones had like a little ledge on them. Does that sound right? Right. Yeah. Um Dove's packaging has gone through quite a few changes. Wow. But the little bird is always on on the label walls, and you're right. Most of them are white. Was it now? Wasn't there a soap with green packaging? With that? Oh, there there were several. Um, Palmolive Palm hand Olive? soap, yeah, has green. What about ivory? Um, was ivory green? Ivory was always blue and white. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess I remember. I remember her green paper. I don't remember what soap. That would have been palm olive. Okay. That, that was probably palm olive. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we, then they started coming out with, uh, with some specialty soaps. Like Irish Spring was one of the first ones that came out with uh, two colors. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, two colors. That's right. The the white streaks and the green, and the green soap. When did we start getting all these liquids, liquids hand soap? You know, I remember, Boy. I remember we got liquid that's, soap for the dishwasher. Uh, uh, mid 90s. I think you're right. Mid 90s. I think you're right. I think you had to be. And, uh, I had been making liquid soap about 10 years prior to that. So we take a bar of soap uh -huh. and then put it in a, a jar and uh, or or something and fill it up with water and then let it dissolve. Well. I got tired of dropping the soap all the time. Liquid soap was first invented in 1865. Well. Can you believe it? Let me see what, 18, what, other, well, that's uh, what it says. And they even gave the name of the guy here. What well, we say you liquid soap in the early days always been for dishwashing. Uh-huh. You know? Or, so or, we, we or, want, or not, or, um. I, we, I wrote liquid hand soap. So let's see yeah. what we've got. Well, see, we um, use it to clean the pots and pan. I guess that's where I remember it. Oh, you're, oh, yeah, you're thinking about dish liquid. Yeah. Dish soap, yeah. Soaking, oh, yeah. bathing. That's always been liquid. Liquid hand soap. Liquid history of soap and detergent. Liquid soap in 1865. We want liquid hand soap. And then, then we had the liquid soap for the dish, for, um, for clothes, right? We do. Which mm -hmm. was either powder or liquid, if I remember. That's correct. Correct, and I think most people use liquid now. Huh. All right, liquid hand soap and information. Uh, let's see here. This is assuming, of course, the people who write all of this stuff know what they're talking oh, about. Oh, they're not going to. Why? They're only going to tell the um, truth. Hmm, by the 6th century. I don't want the 6th century. I want to know when Palmolive put before we were born. See, it all, it all comes back to 1865. We want to know stuff like, I bought some today. It was a dollar. Oh. Give me a brand. Dial. Dial. Do we have another brand? Soft soap. That's what I bought today. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, I don't know. Well, soft soap either. Soft soap. Well, it, it does. I, it does a soft soap? No. 
No, Soft Soap is the name of the, it, that's the product name they named it. Oh, okay. Um, it's Soft Soap Liquid Hand Soap. I've never, this is, I think this is the first time I've ever bought liquid hand soap. I bought it because it was a dollar. See, you know, I, I feel like Gracie Allen. Uh-huh. We talked about Gracie. She would go out and buy all of these fabulous things on sale, and she'd come home and say, oh, George, I saved you $1,000 today. <laughs> but how much did you have to spend in order to do that? You know, it was $18,000. So that's what I'm, I'm going to tell you that I saved about $14 in Walgreens today, but then I have to tell you how much I spent in order to save $14. That wasn't all that much. I wound up leaving $38 on the counter and came home with about, you know, a lot of stuff. So, all right, history, history. Products that contain, we don't need dial soap, buy dial soap, shop for hand, liquid soap, kids benefits, hmm, no history. It's got to be there. Walden, you ask the darndest questions. All I wanted to know was bacon. <laughs> bacon soap? No bacon soap. Oh. No bacon soap. Well, I thought we all right, talked Gary, up there with, the, with different bacon products one night. Then we didn't... See- well, you know what? We need the fat. I, I went out no looking, looking for a recipe to make soap because I went and looked for information about rationing. Yeah. England rationed soap just because of the lard, as I suspected, but the United States did not. And I thought that was really kind of interesting. And I have a list of stuff that Great Britain went through. It was just incredible, the stuff that they, um, that they had to do without and do with very little. While we over here obviously had some really trying times, and when you stand it side by side to Great Britain, we look like we lived like King Midas out here. They were just, it was just, I don't know how they survived, but they did. Very strong people. Love them to pieces. Okay, Gary, you've got X-1, Dragnet, 2000 plus, Bickersons, and Gunsmoke, Volume 2. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and your job will be to come up with something that you want me to add to that list. He doesn't have to come up with the answer? Well, I've got something I've got something to ask him. But he doesn't, he doesn't have to come up with the answer? He can get, figure out what he wants and then you get asked the question? No, I, I said I've got a question and then uh, and uh, I, I have to ask him the question and his job is to, yeah, but we do this. Not, he doesn't have to answer the question, he gets to pick out the bride. Oh, Walden, 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 we're going to send you to your room again tonight. <laughs> And then I have to realize that you are in your room. Not true. I know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, ask that one. That's uh, the one in red. I like that one. What one? That one. This one? That one. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Okay. This one's very hard. Do, I, do you want to give him a really, 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 really hard one yeah. or a medium hard I one? I want to go with the one in red coloring. The one that's really, 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 really hard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gary, who was a member of the Mystic Knights of the Sea? Mystic Knights of the Sea. I haven't the foggiest idea. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Uh, well, he doesn't have an idea, so we're, we're uh, just going to... I'm, I'm going to give him a clue. Okay, uh, give me a clue. Let's see if yeah. I can... Uh, it's, it, uh, it's not part of the fish family. 
all part of the fish family. Right. What do you think, Patricia? I think I don't drink, but I might after a <laughs> night of hints from you. <laughs> I might need a bottle of wine by the time we got finished. No, I, I don't. You don't. Never mind. Oh, Walton. No, I can't even. We'll, we'll forgive you for that one. Don't give it a don't second. Don't sweat over Walton Cruz. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. Who was Abner Peabody? I know. I know you know. Hmm. Abner Peabody. Peabody. Abner? Abner Peabody. Oh. That name sounds familiar. Yes, he was, he was Mr. Peabody's son. Right. Um... Abner Peabody. Yeah, he emphasizing Abner, and that. Oh. Oh, I can't think of the name of the show. Is that? If that's not the one about the. Uh, yes. The, the <laughs> two, two guys who own the yes. store. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. All right. You're halfway there. You got half. And, uh, you got half the show. Oh. Uh, oh, I cannot think of the name of the show. What's that one? Okay. What's who that? was Who was Harlow Wilcox? I don't know that one. Okay. I can't okay. Who was Don Wilson? Oh, he was, um, oh, gosh. Oh, I know this one. Uh, I can't see. Um, you can do it. He was, he was, he was the friend with the, the husband and wife team. Um, right. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is going to make me cry because I can't think of his name. Oh. I'll see if I can do an imitation. Oh, Don. Oh, Don. Oh, um. Oh, Jack Benny. There you go. Oh, gosh, that was a good imitation. Oh, either that or I didn't. Direction. Either that or you didn't pay attention to me, and either way. Okay. Phew, boy, you made us work on that, Gary. I know, my brain hurts. Oh, my hair hurts. Okay, so, now what do I put on, on your list? Oh, um. You want to keep going on Gunsmoke? Um, no, let's see, but. I'm thinking maybe yes, too. Um, I'm looking at my names of uh, Bill Harris Show. Oh, right. Have, yeah, sure. I Bill like Harris, that show. You got it. Now, I'm looking at your list here, and you are um, a sci-fi person, yes? Yes. 
All right. Well, next time you answer a question, I have a new set of sci-fi stuff. Okay. All right. All right. I will um, remember that for next week. Okay. Do that. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention because sci-fi is not my big thing. So I'm trying to really pay attention to some goodies as they come along that normally wouldn't catch my attention. So I'm very happy that I found one or two sci-fis for folks. Okay. Well, you did good. Happy Easter. Have yourself a wonderful week and feel good. I hope your computer gets better. I'm going to I'm going to definitely work on this. Uh, I'll probably wait until Monday and uh, uh, call up the, the company and say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should just talk to the computer. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> you should just talk to the computer and might say something. <laughs> <laughs> behavior I'll rip out your yeah. wires by the yeah. roots yeah 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 so well I I hope you get it figured out because that yeah, is I, I'm thinking it might, it might be someplace around if um, maybe in in the firewalls or something like this and this computer is Windows 7 and I haven't I have a, I don't know that much about Windows 7 yet I've been on this for a long time yeah, yeah. Well, Windows 7 good don't go to Windows 8 that's the one with the problems so with Windows 7. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, they're coming out with a new one called Windows Blue. Can you, they're already jumping to the next one. They, yeah. The, already... the word the word new gives me hives. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you take care of yourself, and you get um, you get your computer fixed for next week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All righty. Okay, you. Gary. Thanks a bunch. You have a good week. Yeah, you guys too. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. 714-545-2071. Give us a call. Now, I, I have I three don't... ads. I have to do, um, in just one second, I have an ad for Ivory Soap, Swan Soap, and Ivory Flakes from 1942, but there's something I want to give you in just a minute. Who's there? Hello there. Yeah, you have a smaller delay than last week. We do. Yeah, you had, more, you had a big delay last week but it's smaller tonight. Gee, it sounded fine to us. Yeah, last week, though, it was about, <laughs> it was almost like a minute. I got the sillies tonight. Well, you know, you, you, know, I, you know, I sound really good in here. Yeah, no, I, you sound fine. Yeah, Patricia and I don't have a delay when we talk to each other, do we, Patricia? No, Walden she? sounds fine to me. Yeah, she sounds fine to me. Well, and, and well, you should. Uh, see, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> How are you, Kurt? Oh, we I'm are talking okay. to Kurt, I, from, I, my, Kurt from California. Went to my mother's and just and got back at this evening and. Um, Did you make your mom cook for you? Only a little, only How? a little. Yeah, she. Um, otherwise, we had Kentucky Fried Chicken and I had the smallest. I had they had pieces of chicken. They they said that they were thighs, but they were the size of Cornish game hen thighs. They're the smallest, the smallest chicken thighs I've ever seen in Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's like. They either went cradle robbing or they they <laughs> stopped the chickens at like three or four days and and you know because I mean like they I said, picked they up were about a the... bargain somewhere huh they picked up a bargain somewhere it sounds like they sure did well they're, they're trying to follow the model like they do everything you know you know smaller quantity charge more prices you know that oh yeah yeah but I mean these were so small I mean it was just ridiculous you know you got this little tiny thigh you know. I, I don't, and there were there were you know a couple of them. I, I mean I don't know where they got these chickens, but they sure 
They sure looked long and hard for these chickens. <laughs> well, the poor chickens are in trouble. I know. I know. They, they, they're getting them smaller and smaller. You know? Aww. Well, they got no think no think mass produce, so they don't have they don't have time to grow grow them anymore. Maybe that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe that's true. Or or you think concussion fried chicken say, hey Kurt, if you buy two meals, you might be satisfied. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, not to mention those chicken bites, which are also very small. You know. Yep. Anyway, Walton, I have a piece of news about access, which you may or may not have heard. Please tell us the news. They're changing providers in July. Mm. It's going to be Yellow Cab. So, all Yellow Cab. So they're going to drive around. That's not going to help the blind people. They know what color the, the cab is. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. But, um, yeah, I can't believe it. But, they're, yeah, they're changing. After how many years are they changing providers, you know? It's been a long time. So, anyway, I heard another interesting piece of information yesterday. Yes. Others said that. He said that when she was younger, that they used uh, uh, Cairo syrup, mm -hmm. um, and they would they would use it for babies with diarrhea or constipation. Right. You know, and there are two kinds. There's the dark and the and the light. You know, or right. one I guess is clear and one's brown or something. But she didn't know which one was which was used for which one was used for which. But I thought that was very strange. Yeah, I would consider bathing a bathing syrup would not really help that condition too much. But no, bathing bathing a baby. Oh in... yes, no, that's no. I mean feeding a baby. Okay, feeding the baby. Yes. Well, well then the we're gonna send room. him to his room. Well, I'm All just, right, I was just see. I was just imagining what Kurt was saying and everything. Yeah. Bathing a baby in, in syrup wouldn't yeah, really that work. Yeah, that would sure that would certainly help diarrhea or cancer. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, won't they have butter there for the baby? Bathing enough. Yeah, yeah that's, that's got to be it. Okay. I'm only seeing Cairo syrup. All right. Well, here's a Mayo Clinic dealie here. I've only seen it in one color, the yellow color. But let's see what Mayo has to say. Is it okay to give baby Cairo syrup? Is it Cairo or Cairo? You know, I Cairo, don't know. Cairo, I, mean, I guess. What, what is Cairo anyway? Cairo syrup. It's a, a corn syrup. Um, okay, dark corn syrup. Cairo, I guess, is dark corn syrup. Don't treat infant constipation with Cairo syrup. That's what it says from Dr. J. Hucker, whatever his name is, from Mayo Clinic. Dark corn syrup was once a common home remedy for infant constipation. However, today's commercially prepared dark corn syrup may not contain the type of chemical structure that draws fluid into the intent intestine and softens the stool. This makes dark corn syrup ineffective for infant constipation. So it was at one time, but not was, today. Was, I wonder so what they the do to it today. Constipation. Um, pardon? So it was the dark for constipation. That's what it says. Yeah, because they said that they used the other one for diarrhea. Oh, how interesting. I just want to make an announcement that what other show on this network or any other network <laughs> would be... Right, I mean... Have this topic. <laughs> All right. I mean... I want to put our show against anybody on this topic here and others that you've heard tonight. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. I, you're right. I mean, no other show... Can... No other show would have soap and the syrup in the same program. That's right. That's correct. All right. Well, it doesn't, uh, no, it causes, too much of it will cause diarrhea in a baby. Ah, okay. So, 
Well, if he had pancake with it, he should be okay. No, that's not Cairo. That's not Cairo. That's something else. That's maple or whatever. Cairo is used in making. Um, well, I don't actually. We we were having a discussion yesterday yeah. as to as to what what you actually used in it because we actually had some around here uh, for a while, but I don't know. You know, I don't remember what they used it for. I mean, I, well, I, I know it's used to making candy, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't Car- put Cairo's syrup, syrup and butter on my pancake wouldn't work. No, it's because because. Because Cairo is, like she said, it's a it's a corn syrup type stuff, and it's it's not it it's not a it's not a um, a syrup that you eat. It's a syrup that you cook with, you know. Yeah. But there there's something with Cairo has some kind of um pancakes. The uh, what what the um the pancakes you're gonna show? So Matt, Matt was talking about that, and he 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 um, put forward the idea of sending you some some money to to so that you can go to a restaurant and get you some pancakes so and get some pancakes. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's it's not a it's not a matter of poverty. I just don't like pancakes. Well, it's not that I don't like them. I mean, I'll eat them, but. They're, they're just, I'd rather eat bacon. Well, he thought you said that you'd never eaten a pancake. Oh, no, no. I'd, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I this is hard. Thank you, Matt. Um, no, Bob in Wisconsin sent Walden and me a recipe for... Oh, sourdough pancakes. For, for sourdough or starter pan, starter pancakes, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay. And it, it must uh, maybe sourdough and I don't know. But he said, did you make it yet? And I said, no, I don't like pancakes. Well, you'll like this. Did you make it yet? No, I don't like pancakes. (laughs) So that's where, no, I I haven't had pancakes came from. You know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure that sourdough pancakes sound especially good to me either. I mean, and I love pancakes, but. I like sourdough. Well, well, we can make you a batch of sourdough. I I don't know if it's sourdough or just starter stuff. Well, yeah, well, uh, but the would, but that's that's how you get sourdough, though, isn't right, it? Right, that's what I was, was going to say. Yeah, yeah. The starter step is usually used for. You mean sourdough is dough that gone sour? Well, in a sense, in in a, in a sense, it kind of is, I think, because the starter that you use, uh, I think, actually ferments a little bit uh, before you before you use it to make the sourdough, and so yeah, I think. What do I know about cooking? Nothing. Yeah. Well, you're right. It, it, the yeast works. When when they say the, the yeast is working, it means it's starting to bubble up. Right, right. Okay, so when you have sour milk pancakes. No, sourdough pancakes, you no, mean? No, s- sour milk. I never had milk sour pancakes. milk. Yeah. So Buttermilk, maybe? You mean, yeah, well, I was going to say well, buttermilk I'm thinking pancakes. of some, I think there are foods that, that you fix with sour milk. Not uh, my food. Well, it's not, awful. not my food, Walden. I don't know. That's <laughs> smells awful. No, I think it's buttermilk. You, you did you ever taste buttermilk? Yes. That's, yeah, I know what buttermilk. That might be what you're thinking of. Well, what do you I'm think? thinking there's some sour something. I thought it was sourdough. Pay. Well, there's got to be sour milk, or I don't know. Of course, you know, Shelley Berman said the thing about buttermilk is it always leaves that map in the glass, you know, and uh, it does. It leaves that it leaves stuff in the glass if you just. Have buttermilk and don't rinse it out. It's one of those things like the, 
like the Cheerios that harden and, and yeah. You know, oh yeah, know, rinse it yeah. right out or it sticks. Well, what if really buttermilk? I mean, isn't isn't butter already a milk anyway? I don't know how they make buttermilk. Let me see. It's I mean, um, it's. Well, last week, Patricia explained to me what 4% milk was. I never knew that was before. I think buttermilk oh, man. The, I, I think it has actually has all the butter solids taken out of it. Well, that's what I'm thinking, because butter comes from milk, right? Right. All right, let me see. The term buttermilk, let's see. You mean no pork The cows? term buttermilk refers to a large range, uh, to a range of fermented milk drinks common in warmer climates. Let's see. It is originally, this is originally, not today, yeah. buttermilk was the liquid left behind after churning butter out of the cream. So this was the leftover. Uh, so if you, if you think about it, you could get from a cow. This poor um, cow should go on a strike. Milk, cream, butter, and cottage cheese, and yogurt. Right, and buttermilk. Yeah. Yep. And mozzarella. So, I guess it depends on how they process the milk and what byproducts exactly. you're going to get. Exactly. Okay, now today, commercially available cultured buttermilk is milk that has been pasteurized and homogenized, if 1% or 2% fat, then inoculated with a culture of streptococcus, lactis, what? Good grief, we're eating strep. Um, to stimulate the naturally occurring bacteria in the old-fashioned products, some dairies add color flecks of butter to cultured buttermilk, da-da-da, condensed milk. See, they wrecked it. So what's I mean, the difference? it used to be like you churn butter, yeah. and here's the leftovers. Go enjoy it. Right. So what's the difference between pasteurized and homogenized? Homogenized? Pas pas pasteurized is heated so that there are no more bugs growing in it. Right, and then homogenized. And homogenized is agitated and shaken to the point where the fat globules get so small that they break up and they stay broken up. The cream does not float to the top. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess Louis Pasteur, uh, of course, discovered that that was the way to uh, to to do wine and milk and stuff like that so that you would kill the bacteria that were in it and it would stay good for a longer time. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't make you sick when you drank it. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't get smallpox from it either. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that was, that was a, <laughs> the milkmaids were immune because they all had smallpox. Um, so anyway, that's, that's where it came from originally, Walden. Mm. Buttermilk was what was left over after the butter was churned and solidified. Okay, then what is margarine, actually? Margarine is fat. Just plain, different kinds of fat. Yeah. It's flavored. It's... And it's flavored. So, I could be having bacon out of my margarine? Might as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know where it comes from. If, if you really want, if you really want your bacon that bad, then yeah, why not? Didn't you ever? <laughs> I don't need it that bad. I'm not going to sit and eat a, a container of no, margarine. No, I think Walden was going to have the bacon anyway. Well, and I, well, we really. I am. Patricia, for sure. Patricia loves her 16 strips of bacon at her meal. Oh. Would you Would you say 32 boys and girls? 32. <laughs> I, I could. I, I mean, it's embarrassing, but I could probably eat half a pound all by myself. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, so could I. I'm not, you know, that's not. I'll fight you for it. I know, that's just nature. <laughs> I 
knows? Okay, okay, okay. What kind of bacon are we going to have, everybody? Are we going to have the Cooked. really crispy kind, or are we going to have something with some meat on it? Yeah, see, that's the that's the real question. Yes. Medium. I, I don't like, I, when I pick it up, I want it to stay as like a long stick. I don't want it to fall over all droopy. You don't want to. But I don't want to hear it crunch when I bite. Okay, well, yeah, that's. That pretty much that pretty much covers it. You mean you don't like bone bacon? No. I think the, the bone bacon do because there's not much meat on those things. Well, oh, yeah. there's not a whole lot of meat from bacon anyway. You know where bacon comes from? From piglets. You mean where on the on the body or? Uh huh. You know I don't know. Well, have you what? ever heard of Coin pork bacon. bellies? Coin to, oh, yeah. According to Rush of, of Vic and Zade, they just go out and uh, take these little pigs and, uh, at a restaurant and they put a little um, clear form and they, they slice it off and then they stick, stick the pack, pig back into the kitchen and they roll it back. So. Oh, yes. Well, that's like that. Yeah, there's a joke kind of like that, too. Uh -huh. You know, the joke with a, the pig with the splint? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know. Do I want to know? I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. This is a family show. Mm -hmm. I know it. I know. Okay. Can we can we talk about it on a family show? Sure. Well, okay. Well, the punchline is. The punchline is you don't think I'd kill him, do you? Sure. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> It took a minute. Oh, you know, I'm usually smarter than that. Oh. Oh. That, that is a terrible. I mean, really. Yes, really. That that'd be awful. Well, I'm I'm having a crisis here. My baby isn't back in his nest yet. Where did he go? I don't know. Maybe the two of them are sleeping in the tree. Have you called I, the police? Uh, what am I going to do? Put out an ABD and all bird bulletin? <laughs> I think so. I, I don't know. I think they. I think they have nothing else to do. Well. What kind of bird is it? You can text them. An eagle. Oh. There were there were two baby eagles that grew up in this nest, and every night, one of them, the young, the smaller one, the one that was more vulnerable, would come back every night and sleep in the nest. The other one would not. He was all, you know, kind of grown up. He'll come back and eat when mom brings the fish, but he sleeps in the tree. They sleep standing up, I discovered. And it looks like Baby has found out he can sleep in a tree. Oh. I hope he's okay. Well, maybe you can text him, Patricia. How, now, how old are these, are these eagles now? One, the older one was born on January 1st and the second one on January 3rd. And they've been as big as their mom and dad for a couple of weeks now. Mm. It's just amazing how fast these things grew. Just these fuzzy little peeps, and they've got their leggings on. They're 86 days old. 86? 88 and 86, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awfully, I mean, I, I would be kind of surprised that the little one is even still coming back at 86, 86 days. Yeah, I was too, but he really, I don't want to say he's a runt by any means, but he has been noticeably smaller than the other one, not nearly as aggressive, so he didn't get as much food as the other one. So he's kind of developmentally delayed, I think. Hmm. Oh, so, I just thought he just might have a room service. 
Yeah, that's well. That's true, yeah, he might have. I mean, that, you know, I mean, he, I just wanted to as big as this thing is. I mean, he looks so little because the nest is so big. But you just want to reach out and hug him and say it's okay. He's going to be bigger than you, but you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not there tonight. That's kind so. of well. I actually, you're one of the. I, you're the first person that I think I, that I ever talked to that actually saw um, eagles like that. You know, in a nest and growing like that. That's that's really something. It really has been just extraordinary to watch these things but honest to goodness Kurt motherhood is not it, I, I just I'd be a wreck yeah. I mean I've been a wreck over these two little things I was worried that this little one was going to get pushed out of the nest and that frequently happens but he just hung in there and he wasn't going to go anywhere and yeah you know yeah. He, he didn't he didn't get the same amount of food as the bigger one because the bigger one had the ability to be more aggressive and the parents feed whichever mouth is closest Patricia only wants one baby next year. Just, oh, please, I hope they only have one egg next year. I see. You don't know if you can take the strain? I can't. I mean, this has been terrible. <laughs> I worried about that little one for months. Well. And now he's not even home. Where is he? He's hanging around a bar somewhere. Yep. Probably, probably out carousing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He didn't even come home. And Boy. I don't even know where eagles go to carouse, do you? Uh, he's probably carousing just outside the, I hope just outside the camera view, and he's sitting up in a tree with his brother. But um, there was a fish there today. Mom left a fish, and when I went back to check again, the fish was gone. But I caught Mom eating a fish yesterday. She brought it, and the kids didn't come home, so she ate it herself. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Well, then, yeah, maybe they just decided that they were old enough and, you know, they got mad and they're off, they're off running away from home. Yeah, but until two days ago, they hadn't figured out how to open the fish. If the mom, you know, got it ready for them, they could eat it. But the two of them just sat there and stared at this fish and just didn't know what to do with it until she helped get them started. So they're not ready to be out on their own yet. Yeah. This is terrible. Parenthood is awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just a wreck. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I can understand that you're you're concerned, though. I mean, you know. My baby isn't home. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's kind of difficult to, you know. You know, his brother was sleeping standing up like a big boy, and this one just kept hunkering down, and he put his nose under, you know, his beak under his wing and hunkered down for the night, and he's just not there tonight. Well. Hmm. So now, where, hmm. where is this camera? Is this a, some some place that? Um... Mm-hmm. The the Department of, mm-hmm, the ones in charge of the animals and the environment. Wildlife or something like that. Yeah, the uh, Department of Environmental Regulation. Is that possible? No, there those are regulations. Anyway, the people who take care of native animals and stuff. The the official. I, I think it's more than state. I think it's national. They because then because eagles come back to the same nest every year. They know ahead of time which nests you know where, the, where there's going to be some activity. And this is the first year they've done it with this nest. They mounted an infrared camera before the eagles came back, and they ran it for a while, made sure it, it 
checked out okay, but because it's infrared, you can get a shot just like there's a floodlight on the nest at night, and in the daytime, it's just natural daylight. It's all color in the background, and you watch the nest 24 hours a day. Huh. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, and a, a real estate person, it's on a real estate person's website, and I, I went to the contact us. I wanted to thank him for, I don't know how much of this he has underwritten because this is a 24-hour daily, um, and according to the numbers, they are up to 16.2 million visits wow. so far. So he's probably underwriting the bandwidth, probably. You know. So he's underwriting something, and I wanted to send an email that said thank you, and you can call or write a letter. <laughs> and I'm not on Facebook, so I can't leave a note there. Right. But I, I just thought it was a very nice thing to do to that, underwrite yeah, it, something. Yeah, like it really this. is. I mean, and and it gives the, the people the chance to, you know, to see it, what's happening with these animals that, that yes. otherwise they would never know. We'd, uh, we'd never have an opportunity to have seen yeah. the kinds of, I mean, four of them. I could not believe that my good fortune, I checked, you know, for a couple of minutes here and a couple of minutes there, and I popped in, and the two babies were there. I went to do something, and Mom, you know, one of the, the adults was there, so there were three. I turned away and came back, and the two adults and the two babies were in the nest at the same time. Hmm. Just And this was just yesterday, so... And, you know, all of them are the same size by this time, yeah. <clears throat> and the living quarters were a little snug. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so they'll build and make a bigger nest. They keep adding on to a nest each time they come back to um, have another family. They keep adding to the size of the nest. So this one has only been going since, I think, 2006, so they've got a lot of growing to do. But she had uh two babies. Do they have, do you know if they have the babies mostly like in January? Is that the usual month for babies or? Well, they come back, let me see when the other ones were born. They have, um, yeah. Well, maybe the real estate agent was thinking about putting the house on the market or running out during the off season to cover his expenses. 2010, so uh, it looks like 11, 12, it looks like one year. With September, October, November, and December, they've had eggs. Oh. So I guess I guess the real estate person doesn't want to put their house up for sale yet. I don't know. But I'm, I'm just, you know, my baby. Where is my baby tonight? You know, I'm happy that he's grown up enough that he can be independent, but I worry about them when I don't see them, and I didn't see either one of them today. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe they're planning... This motherhood shtick, I tell you... <sighs> Maybe they're planning a party. Boy, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> what does an eagle bring to a party? I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I I really don't know. I don't know anything about eagles. Well, we do now. I will I will do eagle education each week. Fred Allen, you know. you know. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that eagle. <laughs> Yeah, he he had he had his introduction. Mr. Right, I have a question for both of you, and then Mr. we have to go to soap. Mr. Ramshaw, remember that we just yeah. kind of got the anniversary of that show. What happened on March twentieth of nineteen forty? So wow, 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 wow. Well, I was out looking for nineteen forty-two soap ads. 
print ads because our Fibber show deals with Fibber winning a contest for Latherino soap. He came up with a slogan for Latherino soap, and that was from 1942. And I thought, oh, how cool. Let's do soap tonight. Or maybe I found soap and whatever. That's how we wound up with soap. So I was trekking through and only found a couple of ads, two ads, one for swan soap and one for ivory soap out of the entire print library that this place has. There must have been 100 ads, 150 maybe, print ads that they had for magazines in 1942, and only two of them were soap. I cannot tell you how many I came across for cigarettes and whiskey. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I, it was just soap, but one that I came across was titled The Quaker Oats Company Quaker Sparkies. Do you know what Sparkies are or were? No, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like they're a cereal, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, I thought it was only sort of a, a cereal or a, uh, the, um, PR person, you know, spokesperson for a cereal product. Sparky's was a cereal. Uh-huh. Do you remember Terry and the Pirate? They have a, they would always have shotgun, shot from gun. And well, that was Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker, Quaker Puffed, Puffed Rice. Rice. Shop and the from. original name was Puffed Wheat Sparkies right. and Puffed Rice Sparkies. I did not know that. So that's a 1942 ad. Right. And let's see. Um, Sparkies adds a bonus of morale vitamin B. Morale vitamin B. You have to lift your morale. Boost people's morale that's very with vitamin B. All right. Let's see. It says... Daily um, new millions discover a great new spark up. It's America's new day breakfast, crisp bubbles of rice or wheat. Now, I have eaten Quaker puffed wheat, and there is no crisp in that at all. Has anybody ever eaten? Did either of you ever eat Quaker puffed wheat? No, I don't think so. I mean, and I don't know, I mean, was there any real bubble in it either? I mean, you know. Well, I mean, which, I, you know, it, it, was, it was full of air. I don't know if you could call it a bubble. It was just airy, but it was hardly crispy. But I, yeah, I would think you'd have a you'd have a very quick deterioration when you. Oh you, yeah, you put milk on it and it's I like forget it. It's another wallpaper paste. Yeah. Yep. Yuck. But anyway, I thought it was interesting that somebody stuck on an extra word, Sparkies, that just gummed up the works and some wise marketing person took out the word Sparkies and we have Quaker puffed wheat, which is a whole lot easier to say than Quaker puffed wheat Sparkies. Yeah, no, I think I think the, the, the morale building uh, vitamin B is interesting. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, it is morale building vitamin B widely deficient yet essential for sparkling energy, sound nerves, and an extra source of vitamin D, rare in foods, yet vital for normal growth. Vitamin D, rare in foods. How about milk, guys? Now every mother can give her children these healthful benefits. Now every man and woman can tap this great new energy source. Give your family... Delicious Sparkies by Wheat Sparkies and Rice Sparkies today. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Two vital health elements. Wow. Whoopie-doo. 
That's the way it's advertised. This New Day cereal adds two vital health elements. Well, I'll tell you something interesting. Um, my wife went to the doctor yesterday, or a week ago yesterday, and he was looking over her blood work, and he says, oh, he says, you know, you, you have no vitamin D. He says, well, that says one thing to me, and that's cancer. Oh. <laughs> and he just kind of laid it out there. I mean, didn't, you know, didn't say anything more vitamin about it. Vitamin D, D as in David, or B as in boy? B as in David. Yeah, they're doing a real push now on, on, on having enough vitamin D, and if you're deficient in D, they will... They will give it to you, you know, pills. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. But, you know, I mean, you're talking about osteoporosis without the vitamin D. But for him, like I said, for him to just say, oh, yeah, that says one thing to me, and that's cancer. I mean, that's, you know. Wow. That's kind of, you know, and for her, she went. Yeah. That's how he do. Yeah. That's real, yeah. So where is he going to, well, I mean, well, never mind. Oh, she goes back on the 8th, and I don't know. I don't know what they're, what, I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's real curious. I mean, you know. So, you know, keep her in your prayers too, because. Um, wow. The, the the bothersome thing is that she's been having uh, postmenopausal bleeding. So. Uh oh. Real concerned, and she's. Uh oh. You know, yeah. She's going to be 65, and uh, you know, so. Yeah. That is not good. No, it's concerning. That is not good. Has she been taking, um, oh, this is none of my business. Never mind. Anyway, um, yeah. She's, that's, yeah, that, that's kind of scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and says, uh, say, you know, this was a young, a young doctor. But, you know, there are certain things that you just don't blurt out. You know, you would think, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't worry the patient with, with no, not with something like that. Not with, not without some really good reason. Sure. Not just kind of sure. mentioned in passing and thrown off like, oh well, yeah, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well. Um. So well, we we now keep both of you in our thoughts oh. and her in particular for this week. Gosh, that that is just so scary. Yeah, uh, I, I know. Am, I know it. I am so sorry. Well, you know, it's just it's one more thing, you know that we don't need, but it's here, so we just deal with it. Um, do you have a, 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 a big, a big um, subject for tonight, or? Sure, soap. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Honest to goodness, we've been talking or, or, soap, and I wound, I wound up with wheat something or other, puffed wheat. I've been stuff. asking people, because our show tonight is Fibber winning a slogan contest for Latherino Soap, I went out looking for soap stuff. So I want to know what kind of soap your mother made you use when you were a kid. Uh, ivory. Ivory? Yeah. Interesting. And how long did you, let me hop over, when you got to be an adult, did you choose a soap other than ivory? I, I you know, I used a lot of ivory. I mean, just, just, uh, I, I mean, I did try other kinds, but I, I think I did use ivory, uh, you know, quite a bit. Um, I can, you, I can't remember whether we, whether I've only had my mouth washed out with ivory or other soaps. I know. Did that you really? Was, ha, did you really have your mouth washed out with soap? 
Yeah. Now, now, Kurt, you, you might be an expert this stuff. Do soap taste the same, or do they have different flavors based know, upon I the brand? I think I only tasted the one. I got my mouth washed out with soap for, actually, it was not for, I don't even think it was for a big, um, for, uh, for a big transgression. But, but what I got my mouth washed out for was seeing radio too much, and she washed my mouth out with pine salt. And I had... Oh, my God. And I had canker sores for years because of that. I, oh, my God. She could have... Oh, my. Yeah, that was... Um, that, that, oh, my. A little bit extreme there. Oh, um, and you, because you were saying radio too often? Well, see, my because my my older brother went on the Art Link Letter show. And so one of the prizes that he got was a portable radio. And I think he was about 10 and I was about 8 when he got it. Mm-hmm. Of course, then, of course, to me, you know, especially at age 8 or whatever, you know, radios were very interesting things, you know, because you could carry them all over and whatever, and they were different. Sure. Than, they were different than TV. And, of course, I was fascinated by it. And uh, as what what kid wouldn't be it, especially a blind kid? And so they finally got they finally got fed up with me talking about it, and I said something really innocently that was one time too many, and that was it. So you know. Um, Boy, you hit a hot button. Yeah. Pine salt. Oh my gosh, that'll take varnish off. It'll strip paint off a car for goodness sakes. Well, like I said, I think I had. I had canker sores for years after that. Oh wow! And when I was, and when I was like eleven or twelve, I would have so many sores that I couldn't eat. You know, and so yeah, it was just one of those things. I mean, you know, uh, you know, of course. Yeah. You know, now that would be called abuse, but you know, since nobody talked about stuff like that at that time, it was just one of those things. It was just one of those things. No, that that is not soap. That is not soap. Somebody in my family, it was probably one of my brothers, got um, got soap in his mouth for saying something really bad, and I don't even remember what it was because they're so much older than I. Whatever they said didn't make any sense to me anyway. But somebody did. Walden, did anybody in your family ever, and not necessarily you or your brother, although you can fill soap, um, anybody in your family you know of? What soap? Yeah. Uh, not the soap routine. You know, what I remember as a kid, with the paddle, you know. You, you got a paddle? Oh, sure, but not really, not often. I was, I was smart. I went and negotiated my settlement at eight, seven years old. Uh, what I did, and I was not in any trouble. I went up to my dad and said, Hey, Dad, the next time we get, in, if I get in any trouble, let's just talk about it. And he agreed. But no, I never, what it was, my mom would, uh, if she would get overwrought, you know, there's little wooden paddles you would get, you know, stirring dates or whatever. It was mm-hmm. never a hard thing. She got to the point, she would just grab the, the, the door that was in and just shake it. So we knew, <laughs> we just knew mom was up there. It's your early warning yeah, system. Yeah, that was her early warning system. <laughs> You know. That's cute. Yeah. Oh, so, but no, no, no cousins or aunts or uncles, uh, anybody ever know. talk about getting soap? I, my Uncle Wad, who I was named after, got cold as stocking. 
that four, breaks my heart. Yeah, you have four sisters, you know. You know, one boy and four sisters. Um, nope, nothing with soap. Actually, my mother also bought, um, he also bought quinine um, to wash somebody's mouth out with because it tasted terrible, but of course, but it wouldn't hurt you. It was I mean, good you know, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's um, got it. It's just really bitter. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. Yeah, you got it. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, well. Well, are you in the market for a question? For sure. Always in the I, I just, Oh, I just know it. All right, now. I asked, what did I ask before that got somebody? I've got so many here. Hold on. Um, but, you know, I, I don't ever really remember ever being spanked. I don't ever we remember that. We can fix that. that. I bet we could. But I we don't. can fix Sure. I don't remember that. I really don't. Sure. What did I ask Gary you that... Asked, you asked him about... You asked him who Abner was. Yeah, was yeah but there was, there was one before that. That was a hard one. Well, oh, 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 who belonged to the Midnight... midnight oh, yeah, the Mystic Knights of the Sea. sea. Who belonged to the Mystic Knights of the Sea? Um, uh, you notice how how deftly... Was it Gildersleeve? No. Do, do you know, you notice how deftly he tried to work his way over to Abner, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I didn't actually hear the other question. <laughs> I I'm sorry, this, no, I this plea of innocence does not work here. Does not okay. work. Okay, so you don't know who... You can't name one of the members. All so all I want is one member of the Mystic Knights of the Sea. No, no. I... And they're not part of the Fish family. I can just let you know that, Coach. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad to know that. Yeah. Okay. Who played Paladin on the radio? Uh, John Daner. Oh, very good. Very good. My hero. Not you, him. I'm sorry, Kurt. A lot of people like John Daner. Yeah, I I really enjoy his work. He's one of the people I wish from radio. We go through, maybe we'll do that one night. Pick three people you want to have lunch with. We haven't done that for a while. Yep. And John Daner would be one of them. Yeah, that's an interesting, that, yeah, that would be an interesting uh, topic. Who, who would you, just off the top of your head, tell me one person you'd like to have lunch with from old time radio. Uh, Vincent Price. Oh my gosh, what a great choice. I mean, because he was into he was into he was into painting, he was into cooking. I, I don't even know what else he was into, you know. Yeah, I know he was into art collecting. Um, oh my goodness, yes. Oh, what a great! And he was so broad spectrum in his acting. Yes, I mean, yes, he was. He was incredible. In fact, we were watching um, uh, the Ten Commandments tonight, and of course, he was he was in that. And I think he went to Yale. You know, he was a... Uh, oh, well, yeah, he, he did. Well it was educated. a hot shot education. You're yeah. right. You're right. Oh, boy, that's a great choice. Maybe we could have... We, I could bring my three, and Walden could bring his three, and you could bring... We could all have, have lunch together. Be, yeah, now I that, think it'd be a great meal. I think... It, it, well, I, I don't know. That many of these guys? Oh, well, yeah. We'll have to get we'll have to get more extra Kentucky Fried Chicken to feed them, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to a, a different joint. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to tell you that I have found Marco Polo. Oh 
good. Yeah. I have found a substantial collection of the Adventures of Jimmy Allen. Oh, great. And I have what I think might be something you would be interested in. It's called A Cavalcade of Kings. This is a presentation, and I, it sounded like it was in dramatic form, you know, like, like played out as a drama. Uh, but it was. I actually heard one of those on the OTR Land website, uh -huh. and they're actually very interesting. Um, so, so if I, it, it, so yeah, I, I it made a good. Sounds like it almost sounds like they were a BBC uh, production, and yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, all right, it, well, like, already in your envelope. Great. I did it sounded good. like a, a very interesting series. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, so Patricia, what else would you like, Patricia? If you had said, "I'm not interested in that," would you have to take the CD out of his package? Sure. Oh. Okay. We aim, uh, we aim I, to please I, I think. <clears throat> I think that'll, yeah. that'll do for this week because, you know, I don't know what else I want. And, and you know, so that's that's great. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, we aim to please in this joint, Walden. Well, you do a yeah, really good true. job. That's yeah, true. Thank you. Thank you. And the Corsican Brothers, it's I can find the first four chapters, and that's it because it is still an item that is available for sale in so many places. I see. So we're not going to see that for a while, but yeah. I'll keep it on the list because okay. every once in a while somebody will sneak in and say, ooh, you want this? And, uh, you know, I'm just in the right place at the right time. So I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's appreciated. Okay. Well, listen, you guys have a great Easter. You too, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. And uh, I will let, uh, talk to you next week. Perfect. Super. Uh, Happy Easter, and we'll keep your wife especially in our thoughts this week. Yep, thank she, you very much. Right. She needs She needs some hugs across the country. Oh, I know. Yes, she does. You bet. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thanks, Kurt. Bye. Bye. 714-545-2071. Only 10.30 here on the West Coast. Don't have to bother <laughs> give out the phone. Hello there. You're on the air. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. Hey, Jim. Well, hi, Jim. How are you? Fine. Would you believe tonight, at first up, Snap was acting up, but I was at least able to hear the conversation, most of the conversation with Kurt anyway. Well, hey, getting a boomer. Yeah. Well, now what kind of trouble were you having, Jim? Well, up, Snap is when, when the computer's down, I have to listen over the phone. Got it. Okay. And up, okay. Snap interrupts and says, you know, they have all these recording to say for hip-hop dial one for uh <laughs> women blues dial. That, that works well with old-time radio hip-hop and old-time radio i can see that the perfect mm. match and, and, and you will be talking <coughs> excuse me you will be talking for just a minute and then it'll start this whole hip-hop thing again you have to dial nine and then you dial one zero nine six which is the number ah Let's give out the phone number, uh, Jim, what, what, if okay, people want to hear it. If, if your computers are ever down and you want to hear Yesterday USA, you can dial 704-631-4060. Then you will hear a recording and announce. They'll do generally a commercial for a master charge or whatever. Then they'll say... And, and then it's, then you can dial one when they say for radio dial one. Then when it starts to say hip hop for hip hop whatever, then don't pay attention to that. Just dial nine. And then when it says to enter your station number, the Yesterday USA number is one zero nine six. 
I know that's kind of long, but... But it works. Um, not, not quite. Would you give me... I should have typed this out as you were talking. Would you give me the telephone number again, please? 704... 704 631 631 4060 4060 and from there you have to press 9 well first you'll, first you'll hear a recording for an ad or something and then you push 1 and then when it starts to say for hip hop or that's the recording then you push 9 uh, got it. Okay. And then when it says enter your station ID, you just put 1096. And station ID. Okay. And everyone, and every 15 minutes or so, you'll be interrupted with an ad. And sometimes you might listen 20 or 30 minutes and they'll just shut it off and say goodbye. So you have to constantly dial about every 15 or 20 minutes. It's, it's, it's an annoying way. And Upsnap, and sometimes Upsnap, like I say, will just interrupt after John Walden and John and Larry's guest last night. It kept interrupting, so all the things he said, I practically had to miss the whole interview because... Oh, you know, when you hear it in pieces and you're missing a couple of words, everything disappears. Yeah. The whole understanding. Well, I have it on the phone. When, you, when your computer's down, it's nice. You can at least listen to Yesterday USA. Yeah, yeah. At least you can get in, limited as it is. We, you are. Thank you for going through all of this to spend time with us, Jim. You're a. Well, you're a. Well, first, first, I want to wish you a blessed and happy Easter tomorrow. Before I. Thank you, and you too. You too, Jim. And I want to mention a couple of things. You were talking about soaps. Uh huh. I find it interesting that ivory made so many different types and forms of soap. You had your regular ivory soap, which was the bar soap. Right. Then you had ivory flakes. Right. I guess people used for laundry or whatever. Uh huh. Then you had ivory snow. Right. Which I guess was a laundry soap. And you had the dishwashing soap, ivory liquid. Now, I thought. You, you know, you folks just teach me so much. Um, hold on. Uh, the the ivory snow and the ivory flakes. I thought they were one and the same, but clearly they are not. When did one come out and uh, erase that? Were they out at the same time, or did one follow the other? I'm not sure. I've heard ads for both on soaps and things, uh, some of the old-time radio soaps. Like, I've heard ads for... Uh, Ivory Snow presents. Um, all right, Ivory Snowflakes Snow. That's probably what messed me up because Snowflakes Snow is what people okay, write down. They weren't down called on... Ivory Snowflakes. It was simply called Ivory Snow. Yeah, yeah, but wait I minute, got messed up because you know, people are talking about snowflakes. Uh, if when they make Christmas decorations, they right. say well, the Lux Lux had a. Uh, when, with Lux Flakes, they had a gimmick where you could make your own snow for your Christmas tree that you heard on the Lux Radio Theater sometimes. Uh -huh. I was just thinking of in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, and that's what they did for the snow, was, was just soap. So maybe they used Ivory Snow in, in the okay. movie It's a Wonderful I've... Life. Well, maybe you can look up Ivory Flakes and Ivory Snow and see... Okay, well, Ivory Snow Flakes were actually flakes of snow, and the Ivory Snow is a powdered soap. So there is a significant difference, but I don't know which came first. 
the chicken. I don't know. And then, then, then for dishwashing, you had ivory liquid. Uh huh. I bet the snow came out before the flake. I'll bet you, Nickel, it's the other way around. You think so? Yeah. Who know that? Let's see. The earliest ivory flakes commercial I heard was on that WJSV thing in '39. Right. I think uh, Life Can Be Beautiful was ivory flakes. I've heard Ivory Snow on that uh, August 10th, 1945, that soap opera Woman of America. Right. Was Ivory Snow. And I don't know. Um, of course, when you think about it, they were all, Ivory were all Procter & Gamble products. And when you think about this, Procter & Gamble actually had so many soaps competing against each other, when you think about it. Actually, I think... If you look at the history of radio, they're the number one sponsors. Uh, oh, yeah. The Procter and Gamble, uh, I think, pick, picked up the bill for more radio at uh, hours than anybody else. Well, when you think of all the soaps that Procter and Gamble made, I mean, not only did they make the ivory products, but they made Zest, and they made Coast, and they made, uh, let's see, what else do they make? Uh, with toothpaste. You know, they had Gleam and Crest were both Procter & Gamble toothpaste. Um, at laundry soaps, they had Oxid... Well, they don't anymore, but they had Oxidol, Dash, uh, Tide. Just to name three Procter & Gamble laundry products. Oxidol's still around. It's a small company now. Not with Procter & Gamble anymore. No. How about that? I'm on the ivory... Uh, website, and they talk about ivory snow, but I can't find anything about, oh, it's the ivory snow website, pure ivory snow, and there's nothing about flakes up here. So let me see if I can find just plain flakes. Oh, you know, between motherhood and soap. <laughs> Well, life can be complicated. I just know, it certainly can be. I, get, like, I just know Patricia gonna take those egos and just wipe their mouth out with ivory oh, snow. Oh, my, my, uh, well, my poor baby. Guys, to them, and and please don't use. Uh, what was the product that Kurt talked about? Uh, oh, uh, pine saw. Oh, please don't use pine saw on the eagle. Yeah. Oh dear me. I never, you know, most of the time when I heard about people being washed, I think it was mainly bar soap. That, parents use. Yeah. I don't think yes. I never heard about Tide or Fab or anything like that. I do remember taking a bubble bath. My, my mother didn't have bubble bath at one point when I was a child. And I do remember her letting me take a bubble bath in Joy, the dishwashing soap. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was very, you know, that made, it made bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Well, that would have been a great bubble bath. I'm I'm looking to see what a date is on this. Um, 2006, March 9th, 2006. And the question is, I've got a newspaper in front of me, and where had the ivory flakes gone? Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of these happy homemaker type. Um, I am director of da 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 da. Let's see. We are desperate to find ivory snowflakes for a variety of preschool projects. Do you know a source where we can purchase? And the answer is Ivory Snow, a pure laundry product, was first introduced in 1930. One was a granule and the other was a soap flake. So I guess they did 
the two of them together? That's what it sounds like, yes. If they were advertised as totally different products. Yeah, but it, it said um, the Ivory Snow was a pure soap laundry product. It was introduced in 1930 and came in two varieties. One was a granule, and that would, would have been the, the Ivory Snow, and the other was a flake, which was, of course, Ivory Flakes. The flakes were discontinued in 1978. Ivory Snow soap was replaced in 1993 with Ultra ivory snow as if we care and how about um, ivory, is ivory liquid still made the dishwasher and ivory liquid what about remember the product babel oh yeah babel was yeah babel was a cleanser right i don't know or babo yeah babo was yeah, it was, it was, it was like babo um, like laura lawton was sponsored by babo was babo uh-huh all right so am i supposed to be looking up ivory liquid or babo ivory liquid both. you can do both yep yeah, you got two computers, Patricia. You one yeah. on one and the other. One at a time. You can do one at a time. Yeah. No, guys are getting pretty heady here, you know. <laughs> and I had one more question tonight too, so related to Easter, but I will. Okay, well now, what about bacon, Jim? How much? How much? How much? How much bacon can you eat at one time? 